Well, hello! Welcome to episode three of the Archerpreneur Now podcast. I'm your host, Heath Armstrong. Today's guest follows his passion for a living, and it's all about music all of the time. Find out why that's the only way he decided he wants to live his life and how he'll defeat Godzilla with his talents next. Here we go now. Who wants to get funky? Who wants to get a little creative out there? Which one of you want to get a little bit artsy now? Then get on with your bad self. Hailing all the way from Winter Park, Florida. He used to aspire to be a pediatrician, but not anymore. He's a lighting specialist for a band called The Works. He does audio, he does video, and he keeps it funky 24-7. Everybody give a warm welcome to Blake Addington. Blake, you are the entrepreneur now. Glad to be here. Blake, before we dive too deep in, we like to start with a little segment called the Breezy Three so that the audience can get to know your creative side a little bit. So, what are your three favorite creative works? Um, let's start with music. Um, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Um, John Henry Bonham, I grew up as a drummer. So, John Henry Bonham is obviously one of my favorite people to follow with music. And um, his son, yeah, J- his son, Jason Bonham, I follow very well. Um, books. Um, kind of a weird with books like George Orwell. I kind of like to read very open-minded, very weird about books. Um, I'm a huge uh, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings fan. So definitely a Tolkien fan when it comes to a lot of that stuff. And then both greats. Um, yeah. Just, just huge sci-fi fan. Also, I'm just all around sci-fi nerd, to be honest. Um, cool. Who are your three biggest role models or influencers? Um, with uh, lighting. I would definitely have to say Jefferson Waffle, um, Luke Stratton from Dopapod, and um, uh, Daniel Hyde is a really good friend of mine from Papadocio, and um, I've learned more from him and Luke than um, uh, I could have from almost anybody else because they've just taught me how to really work um, Grand Amaze, yeah. the software I use for lighting. Yeah, and it, it, kill, it really does kill to have a mentor and, and someone there to – to push you through it. Yeah. It makes all the difference in the world and, and people that are out there struggling and they, they feel like they're alone. If they just keep reaching out to people and networking, they'll, they'll find that one person who's willing to help them. And that's pretty much what I did. Um, yeah. I mean, that will come up further in the story. I'll tell you more about how I really got to know Luke. Okay, cool. Have you seen the, uh, the guy does the disco biscuits lights? Um, I actually met, the older LD at um, in Terminal West for Disco Biscuits and Conspirator, which his name's Donut, hmm. and um, I got to see what he he can do. He's a he's more of an electronic LD, while I'm like a jam band rock and roll LD. Yeah, and you yeah. definitely just see the different in work ethic and kind of like how they run their show, and it's it's very cool. But um, uh, I've never to be I'll be honest, I've not listened to Disco Biscuits that much. I'm 
I'm a fucking um freak. I love Humphreys <laughs> McGee. I like fish. I, I really respect Chris Carota because Carota is who set um Waffle and Saxon Waller from Sound Tribe to where they are now because I mean those when back in the day that's who they looked up to and then that's me now looking up to those boys. So it's, it's cool, man. Difference. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so if if you had a bucket list, which I'm sure you do, uh, what what would the top three items on it be? Um, does it have to involve lighting or does it have to involve life? No, anything, just okay, to get to know I you. Plan on one travel Europe. Two, um, I guess I guess one is backpack Europe. I really enjoy backpacking. Um, two is slacklining across the Taft Point in Yosemite. I slackline on it from time to time. And I guess three would be um, get married in a beautiful area. I guess like I live in Florida. The keys are awesome, but the mountains where it's at to me. So, yeah, man, the mountains are awesome. Uh, I completely agree. Can you take us back to when you first got started and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into doing all this in the first place? Definitely. All right, so um, I'm Blake Thomas Addington. Um, I was my middle name is named after my father. My uh, father is Thomas Addington, and my mom is Kim Addington. Um, they both still live in Missouri. I was raised and um, I was born in Fayetteville, Arkansas, but raised in Lakeview, Arkansas, Missouri. Um, spent some of the time in St. Louis, Missouri, also. Um, from there, once I graduated high school, I mean, I was I was in a band when I was in high school, a tough guy hardcore band. We were, we were just the scene was hardcore music in the area, so we played with it. Um, I wanted to be more of like a uh, kind of like psychedelic circus survive feel, but nobody wanted to do that, so we, <laughs> I had to play hardcore. Um, so uh, from from high school, I just knew I wanted to do audio or do like something with the industry of music because my whole life I was raised with music. So um, I I went and toured Middle Tennessee State University. Almost went there. It's my alma uh, mater. Yeah. Yeah. MSU, um, Missouri State University, which is a big school for music, and then Full Sail. And um, I just found myself at Full Sail, just being like, well, it's quick for one, two. Um, I get a lot of hands-on work with the consoles, even though it's not a long period of time. At least we get to touch the consoles and get our hands around it and learn about it. So um. I went full sale for about two years. And, now, is um, full sale really, is full sale directly correlated to lighting? Um, no, actually, um, the first part of it is recording arts. If you do show production, I originally went for recording arts because I wanted to be a studio engineer. Because I was a huge fan of audio, and um, still am, and found myself like being that one kid in the class being like, Oh, did you guys go to this show or this festival or anything? <laughs> and no, nobody knew what it, what it was. And I was just like, dude, you guys should have saw these lights. You should have saw this production. It was off the wall. And then I just found myself being, you know what? I, I'm going to switch to show production. So mid degree, I switched to show production and I haven't looked back. Um, I, uh, I graduated last year and, um, since I've graduated, I've just I've just stuck my foot out there and kind of got denied by production companies. I've been I, I hit up multiple artists and bands, and you know they never really got back to me. But then um, I was blessed and lucky to um, uh, 
I went to a heavy pet show and I knew Jeff from a couple, I went to a party or something. I ran into Jeff and talked to him about his music once. And then um, I ran into again here in Orlando at the social. So I went and talked to their manager and asked him, yo, Hey, I'm a lighting designer. I graduate full sale in two months. I would like to work for you guys. And from there, I, um, I did aura music festival with them. I did ran audio for one tent and did lighting for the other. And just from there, I did the, the tour with that. And um, while I was at Full Sail, I was a huge Dopapod fan. And I messaged Luke all the time. I'd be like, yo, Luke, a huge fan of your work. I know you're just a sound lighting engineer, like nerd. I want to do what you do. And he kind of picked me up and took me under his wing after I kind of – I wrote – I did a podcast on him actually um, – of uh, interviews before music history at class of full sale. Cool. And from there on out, he's been like um, trying to push me to take me to other places. And uh, he definitely is a huge part of why I work for the works now because um, what it was is Kenny, our tour manager put out a word into a message board of like a team um, engineers like Bo Williams from Papadocio and et cetera. And they all recommended me because they were like, Blake Addington knows what he's doing. He understands what it is, but he's not getting paid enough. So that's the heavy pets are upset about me leaving, but I was looking forward to moving on with my career and kind of just stepping up to the next level. And that's kind of what happened. And I'm very blessed with where I'm at now. So and, and that, that is amazing for everyone to hear because if you just sit at home and, and you don't reach out to anyone, you don't tell them how you feel and how you want to do things. And no one's going to, no one's going to come to your doorstep and say, Hey, I want you to come do this with me. You have got to start networking and reach out and tell everybody. And it's the same way I got to where I am. And yeah. uh, it's, that's really cool, man. It's honestly, that's what it is. It's just being able to network and just, I mean, talk, talk what you love out in the open to who you think will really take it up on, the opinion and really share it so yeah man if you're passionate about something then you should tell everybody about it because there is somebody out there that wants to help you yeah definitely so let's go back to when you were a kid blake what did you want to be when you grew up um honestly i uh during beginning of high school i wanted to be a pediatrician I wanted to go into that medical field for some reason. I, you know why? Because I probably thought it was nothing but money. You know, it was just like bills, bills, bills. All I want to get is money. And so I went and took medical classes at school for being a pediatrician, for just being in the medical field. And I just found myself actually in my senior year being like, this, this is not what I want to do. So after that, I, um, uh, I went and took, um, what is called CSTN is Cannington um, uh, Station Television, and it's a network at our school that releases the news about what's happening during this week at school, soccer games, football games, etc. And I was a part of that. I was one of the um, video techs, video editors. I did all of it. I ran stories, and I also did interviews with people. So I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed running the sound console for just pushing up like three faders and being like, yeah. that was cool. <laughs> so from there on out, I just learned a lot with that class and I'm, uh, loved it. And yeah, just, I was, you know, I went to school and I ended up 
graduating and working in the concrete industry. So it doesn't get any more boring than that. I'll tell you. But when you do do something like that, you really start to see, you know, all the people around you that have been doing that kind of stuff their whole life. And it, it really will light a fire under your ass to get out of that and make something. Um, and so now, you know, I'm doing websites and mobile applications and podcasts and all that good stuff. So it's, it's quite the opposite realm of, of what I was thinking I was going to be doing. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So can you tell us a little bit about your ultimate long-term goals? You know, we visited your past, but where do you see yourself in the future? Um, I really hope to be having that seat where I'm uh, the Jefferson Waffle and the Chris Carota and the Saxon Waller. I want to have like kids like I and um, some of my friends who are really getting into lighting because of me and other other people just to be like, have you ever heard of Blake Addington? You should yeah. check out his work. I want to be that waffle. I want to be that Chris Carota and just do that. Well, you got the catchy name. I think it'll stick. <laughs> well, uh, and- um, uh, I don't know if you read the article about Atlanta. I dressed up like a leprechaun <laughs> for our. Um, for our I did. I, I read it earlier today. Yeah, for our, for our drummer's birthday, and uh, I'm trying to make a thing where. Like um like right now I my fr- I come back and my friends in this thing called Pinjas. He's all talking about Umphrey's pins and all these waffle pins and how it's like Waffle House and I'm like, well, I want to be a pin where it's a leprechaun and it's me like throwing up rainbows <laughs> with my hands, not throwing up rainbows, but like throwing them because like the rainbow comes from my fingers to the board, <laughs> so with colors. So that's why you're on the creative podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, you know, this can be on a daily basis or just habits that you've put into place, but, but what are some habits that you've developed that you said that you can stay focused on, you know, where you've gotten to this point and then where you want to be in the future? You know, is, um, uh, it sounds weird, but I actually, I study other people's works. I, um, I mean, we all learn from each other. That's like, that's the truth. I mean, we might copy each other sometimes, but really we're just learning from it. Um, so, uh, I watch all those Unfreeze videos they release. I watch, um, I get free, um, uh, like fish couch tours sometimes, and I'll just sit there and I'll just watch fish. Yeah. I'll just yeah, I do too. Put on my big screen over here, and I'll just sit in my room and I literally whip out a notepad. Yeah. And I'm just like, huh, a color chase like that. Let me try that. So then next time I sit down on my console, I picture in my mind of what I could do with my board and with my lights. Can I do this color chase that Saxon did or this cool wipe or this dimmer chase or shake that Waffle does? Let me try it. And that makes me just like, and when I get it, I'm just like, oh my God, yes. Like, yeah, I got like, I understand where they tie, they did this language and they made it happen. And it all starts to pay off, doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, uh, that's where I kind of like study. I do, um, I do enjoy going to a lot of shows, but at the same time, once I, I mean, been on tour six weeks, I got offered to go to Purple Hatters Ball this weekend. I got a free VIP ticket, and I'm not going. <laughs> I honestly just want to stay home. I've been like into Game of Thrones right now, trying to catch up and just relaxing. You know, it's nice to just relax and just, you know, actually not hear music for a little bit while, just to like listen to silence and just be like, it's nice. And then to be with my girlfriend, to be home, it's just. It's very nice sometimes. So yeah, we we actually just got back from a long stay down there at Jazz Fest, you know. So we got to catch God, fish. Uh, it was 
it was in- incredible. I probably will have to do it every year from here on out. <laughs> That's the way I feel about them. Uh, I think I'm going to try to go on Jam Cruise this year. I was yeah, my- I, I was so. looking at it the other day. So yeah. I was looking at that and Holidays, but they haven't released that yet. So Oh, my Holidays is always awesome. Yeah, I it's just a little later than they usually release it. So Yeah. Yeah, Blake, I really love the fact that you study your mentors and I think it's extremely important to do so. And, you know, Michael Jackson said, study the greats and become greater. So I think if you just really take the time and study and ultimately learn everything that you can, you can create your own style just like you're doing. Yeah. I mean, if, if people want to, um, uh, do lighting or do audio. When I go to concerts, I stand right next to their LD. I don't even if I don't know them, I just watch how they do their work, their work ethic, what makes them hit that chase, like hit that timing so well on their console or on their like their MIDI controllers like me, what makes me separate from them. And I learned that when I stand there and watch them. So it's very cool and interesting because I'm I when I watch Waffle, I'm so confused in how his programming is because he just has sequence pages just laid out everywhere, and all he does is hit them, and it <laughs> happens just at the count. And I'm just like, God, what the hell? Like, how do you read it like that? But you know, everybody has their own layout, their own work way, their work ethic. So it's it's really cool to see other people's. Yeah. So anybody out there who's listening who wants to get into lighting, you need to uh, get a hold of Blake here and start following him around, and you can learn from him. Um, It'd be definitely an interesting career to get into, and it sounds like a blast. It is, it is a very interesting career. It um, sounds like a blast. We actually have the 311 light tech he's going to be interviewing on here in a couple awesome. weeks. So his name is Bobby Gray. I don't okay. know if you've. Uh, I, I think not, he's the. We'll check him out though. I'll probably get on. I'll just get on YouTube or Facebook or just Google I, and just look him up. I think they have two or three, but he's he's one of them. So. Um, That's awesome. All right, well, looking back, what's one thing that you would do differently if you could start all over? Um, I kind of uh, wish I didn't slack off with audio stuff while I was in school because, you know, I found lighting. Like, I took this class called SLE, Stage Lighting Engineering, and I just fell in love. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do audio anymore. I just want to do lighting. Boom. That's it. And I would take all these audio classes, and I would be that student that um, paid attention and did very well in the class, but sometimes I wouldn't regurgitate the knowledge that I just sucked in. I would just be like, whatever, it's over, it's done. And I wish that I could because I sit down with all these audio guys right next to me, and I wish I could just be like, yo, let me – all right, there, there's the mix. Like, help them out, and they can help me. I mean, it's – that's something I um, uh, look back and wish I could do better because I'm. Um, if I did know audio better, I could do the Luke. I could be Luke, Luke's little freaking mentor because he runs he runs audio over here and he runs his lighting right here and it's he had they have they're paying two engineers for one and that's genius you know it's because he knows Dopapod he knows what they sound like every night in and out whatever venue and. Um, you know, that's one thing that we're working on right now with the works is we're getting a sound engineer because we want a sound guy so bad. We want one. I want one. I tell him every night. I'm just like, dude, if the mix sounded better, I would have been jamming harder. I would have been feeling it more. So yeah, I yeah. saw you. You were breaking it down anyways when you were up here in Kentucky. Yeah, I am. Uh, I definitely dance when I um I I work because I uh, you know that 
when I feel the music, I feel when it's going to happen, when that's like that chase is going to happen or that, that uh, effect is going to drop in. Like I could see the, right. I could see the pure passion there. And I probably, you know, if you were just standing there talking, you know, texting on your phone or something, doing the lights, I probably would have never even approached you to ask you to, to come I on the show. Totally, um, uh, I actually am buying a new camera because um, normally I leave my phone right on top of my Odyssey case and I try to snap a shot of one of my looks and set it down. And um, so what I've decided since I've got back and I've got a little bit of money, I'm going to buy a camera. I'm going to buy this Canon camera and I'm going to set it up next to me to, and I'm going to get a control or I'm a, I guess it's, yeah, it's just a controller and I'm just going to click when I want to take a photo and then set it right back down because yeah, I honestly, everybody, my girlfriend, they're always like, send me photos about the show, and I totally forget about my phone. I to- I've lost my phone, and it's just sitting right in front of me so many times. I would like look down and grab it, take a photo, and I'm just like, shit, fuck it. Yeah. Like, hopefully that photographer right there got that shot. <laughs> well, have you ever heard of the band Shaky Feeling? No, I have not. They're they're West Coast out of California. Uh, I just last night interviewed the keyboard player for them, and they have a really strong fish following they sound a lot like fish and they do a lot of fish covers so you could check them out sometime at a shaky but they're playing one of my friend's weddings at you know towards the end of this this year and dave van is actually going to be the photographer there so that's awesome yeah well if, if you could spend one hour creating something with anyone from the past or present anybody at all who would it be and what would you create Okay, this is this is gonna be kind of. Um, <laughs> let's go, Albert Einstein. And I wish I could pick his brain with um, uh, if I could control light fixtures, because lighting is almost it's it's a mix of math, it's a mix of science, it's a mix of kind of just knowing how to engineer the computer to control the R two D twos, the freaking computers that are on stage. So. I would ask him if he could, like, somehow we could work up a thing to almost control lighting with my hands, where I could literally, if I, I would just do a wipe, and it would literally take all my lights from left to right out, and then if I could just explode, it would just be like, boom, all white, smack <laughs> in the face, or something like that. Because, hey man, we like, might not be too far from that technology, with the exactly. way things are going. So, I mean... Albert Einstein's one of them. Um, who else? I guess I would ask him. Nah, never mind. I was going to well, say uh, uh, Steve Jobs, but um, I just recently watched the Jobs movie, and um, uh, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he had to be to make what he made. So It's true. He had to be that strict boss. Otherwise, it would have never been what it was. Yeah, I mean... We all use Apple. If, yeah. if you really think about it, I have my iPhone. I'm on my Mac right now. Like, well, maybe he's somewhere out there in the in the world right now, floating around, getting ready to make some sensors that you can put on your hand so you can control the light fixtures. I was never ever one of those um, those rave kids with the gloves. I did it a couple. I've done it once, and I thought it was really cool. But I was not an ecstasy or anything. I was just like, that's that's kind of cool. And I've had people come up to me in clubs. I used to. Um, uh, here in Orlando, I worked at a club called Firestone for HGG events, and they're all it's all electronic music. So I'd be in the crowd, like walking, and to go fix an audio problem, some kid would jump in front of me and just start trying to blow me up with his gloves, and I'd be like, oh, man. 
Like, yeah, man, if you if you're like 20 years old and you're running around with a pacifier in your mouth, and you probably have a little bit of reflecting to do. Yeah, it's there's a lot of um, I call them pookie heads because they're just they're these there's they're these ecstasy like rage kids, they're candy kids. Yeah. Know all about the candy kids. We have a huge electronic scene here in Florida, man. It's one thing. Um, I actually never listened to like dubstep or like EDM until I moved to Florida, and like, boom! As soon as I hung out with all these Miami kids, that's like all they flooded me with was just like can't get around it. music. And I was like, the closest thing I electronic music I listened to was Sound Tribe. I'd be like, yo, you guys ever heard of Tribe? And they're like, yeah, we've heard of Tribe. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Well, you should just be happy that you're not stuck here in Kentucky where you get none of the above. So, all right, Blake, we're getting close to the closing of this interview. Uh, So we're going to dive into the closing round questions, and I hope that your answers are just as creative as your other ones have been. Awesome. Thank you. So, Blake, if you had to battle Godzilla by yourself, how would you use your creativity and your talents to defeat that big bastard. Lasers, man. <laughs> lasers. If I could get those 10-watt lasers that Greg Ellis uses, I would just shoot that boy in the eye. I would just aim him <laughs> and just shoot him in the eye because those 10 watts are so strong. They would Godzilla wouldn't be nowhere he's going, so we could stop him. We could trip him and then either tie him up or I doubt that the stuff that they stick elephants and other stuff with to put him down, but you just got to get the lasers into the, Dude, uh, lasers, the lightsaber lasers. Done. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring a couple lightsaber lasers out there and yeah, exactly. shoot them right through. Do, do you have any favorite advice or, you know, resources or tools that you want to share with our listeners that you think could be of value to them? Yeah. Um, if you want to do production, if you want to make that step to, um, uh, join the industry for what it is with music to it can be theatrical it can be anything just um uh, push yourself kind of um and have others help you to um uh like see the light in you to show you because i'll be honest um my girlfriend saw the talent in me and just kind of pushed me and then i had really close friends who were like dude you're talented you need to do what you need to do because i was going to school and i was just I was just going to school. That's what I was doing. I wasn't, I, I had no plan for after I graduated. I had no plan. And it was like halfway through and I was just like, whatever, I'll figure it out then. And um, I just pushed forever. Those who are listening is just, you know, if you have that passion is to seek after it, you know, you're going to get knocked down. Trust me. I've been knocked down. I've been working and doing lighting. And I've been told by other people that, I am young for what I do and that I don't deserve to be with these older people that are doing what they do. And I was just, I was, I was honestly very disrespected and I, I didn't say anything back. I just kind of just took, like shook my head and just was like, that's your view, man. You know, it's whatever person has. So just, if you want to do it, go at its fullest. If you get knocked down, pick yourself back up and do it again. Yeah. And, and, Extraordinary life is all about daily improvements in the areas that matter the most. And that was a Robin Sharma quote. But if you just take one step forward every single day, 
and just commit yourself to your long-term goals. And I don't care if it's sleeping eight hours. I don't care if it's eating two meals instead of three. I don't care if it's no TV or no junk food. I don't care if it's calling your parents, you know, once a day to ask how they're doing and how you can add value to their life. But if you take one step forward every single day to make the improvements that you want and that you desire in your life, you will inevitably get there every single time. Definitely. All right, Blake. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show. But before we leave, do you have a way that our listeners can get in contact with you if they need to? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Facebook. Hit me up on Facebook. And if you want to message me, message me. Um it's Blake Addington on Facebook. Um I am uh actually I got I'm out of cards since the whole tour I've uh went down on cards, so I'm working on getting new cards. Um Facebook, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. Um I just saw your recent tweet about um uh this interview. So yeah, and I'll post all of that information on the website when the podcast launches. So yeah. they'll be able to they'll be able to get a hold of you. So yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm sometimes on Facebook a little bit too much. My uh, my girlfriend took my phone away the other day because uh, I'm just sitting on there to like because I was I was talking to Lucas Armstrong who took photos for us in Atlanta, being like, "Yo, dude, do you have any more photos?" And I'm sitting there at dinner like eating with the whole family and. She just grabbed my phone away and she's like, you're an idiot. Like, what are you doing? I'm just like, I'm just like, since if I'm not working on tour, I'm laying in my bunk resting on Facebook or I, I just finished a book while I was on tour, but I'm, uh, so yeah, I've had quite the problem with it myself and I had a real bad problem with checking my email constantly. And Oh yeah, dude, I check my email a little bit. Yeah. Too and my, Sweet. One of my mentors, uh, Paul Kemp, who's really helped me get started in the podcast world and everything, he he has a podcast out of UK. It's called The App Guy, and he had a guest on his show, and he was the founder of a mail app called Square One. And yeah, you need to do you? Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's cool to hear that, and uh, yeah. it saved me so much time. I just put that little check that little box. It doesn't let the email come through for until I uncheck it. And then yep. it sorts it all into importance of family and friends That's, over all the our junk. Uses that. Yeah. Our manager uses that because he'll, he'll separate his advanced people. He advances festivals, other musicians who want to sit in or do stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's great. And it's probably the future of email. I would think for a personal standpoint. Yeah. But cool, Blake. I really appreciate you being here today, man. And I like that that Star Wars shirt you got on. <laughs> Still beautiful, did but Star Wars. <laughs> oh yeah, a classic. So, Blake, thank you so much for coming on the show. You have been a huge inspiration to our followers, and hopefully, there's somebody listening who has aspirations to get into the light tech and sound engineering industries. And Blake. Thank you so much for being the Archipreneur now. Awesome. Well, thank you too, Heath. Like, thank you so much for giving me this chance. Like, when you came up and told me you would interview me, I was just like, dude, what? That's awesome. Like, people want to ask me, like, what I do. Like, it was so warming to my heart. I was just like, thank you. Well, yeah, man. You were you were killing it out there, and I just saw the passion, and I'm just glad that you were able to come on here and interview. So, thank you, but... Always remember, Blake, from this point on, to keep it heady. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to the Entrepreneur Now podcast. For all the show notes and more information, please visit artsynow.com. That's A-R-T-S-Y now.com. Thank you. The music for this podcast was provided by Shaky Feeling out of Ventura, California. For more information, please visit shakyfeeling.com. Keep it funky.